This year is brought to you by TorahWeb.org. It's a tremendous schus uh, with Rosh Hashiva together. It's also a, a very pleasant and positive surprise. Rabbi Price is somebody who grew up across the street from Yeshiva. His father, his mother, were pillars of the community, is an understatement. And Baruch Hashem, he's become a tremendous marbitzterer and very, very pa'il, extremely um, active in doing and building. And Baruch Hashem, he to take the extraordinary Zika Rabbin that his parents um, did and do, and his mother does, and keep building Torah with those same koyach as Baruch Hashem. Um, the, the last two years took a tremendous toll on our community. I'm not speaking about the Choylem and Loyaleinu, Niftarim, pers- those are losses. But a lot of things that we had thought, there were decades and decades of building up, but the Knesset. Unfortunately, these two years took a big toll. Many people stopped coming to shul. They either have some backyard minion or just sort of eased off. I've known some rabbanim. There was a rav in, in the broader Washington area that for years struggled and built up a small community in an area that had nothing. And he told me he's back to where he started again. And many of the shuls are going through this. People got used to not coming, not attending, not participating, and that left a mark. Yeshiva schools, the um, children who have been in the formative years, and now these they, two years were on and off in different formats, it leaves a mark. And I've heard from Rebbeim, in Yeshiva's older boys, it's less it's less visible. They obviously are more advanced and it was easier to arrange things. You went far away and so on. As we did, we went to a faraway place. But younger children, the years that they develop, it left a mark and we still don't know the full extent of what will be with it. And another area, we prided ourselves in America about the shalom and the achva between people, even people of slightly different stripes and so on. It, America has a ruach of tolerance getting along. These last two years brought out some extraordinarily sharp differences, some, some real emotional baggage that hasn't really healed. And occasionally somebody will call me a Talmudan that he just the way his Rav community acted during the COVID, whether this way, that way, the other way, and he just can't be mastering with it, he can't look at people in the face. I've had this more often than I would have thought should be appropriate. And it's left a mark. So in a certain sense, we take a step back and say, we put in a few decades building up the beautiful institutions that we have from, I would say, the 60s and onwards, the tide began turning, and Yiddishkeit, Torah Yiddishkeit, began to reestablish itself. Shuls, kehillas, schools, and, and, and at Sibur. So why? 
what, what's, what, what is it about? Like, what's the point of it? So, there are people who have lists of punishments. Someone sent me in at the beginning of the Magaifa. Uh, an, an interesting fellow from Yerushalayim, he doesn't understand um, why everybody doesn't understand where it's coming from. It's a Mephorish, uh, this, that. And he pointed out a Mephorish Mishnah. And I sent him back a, a list of, uh, uh, I don't know, two dozen places where it says different things. So I said, this is what I can come up with. I'm sure you can probably come up with twice as much. So now pick your choice. So people who are looking for understanding Hashkoch in terms of Einish, that if they feel they have Ruch HaKodesh, that's, that's that. But we tend to look at these things as a challenge, as an Isoyan. But the perspective that we have on an Isoyan, on a challenge, is not, I don't, I don't think it's the right one, and that's why it doesn't leave us satisfied. We think of an Isoyan as presenting a lafum tzaira agra opportunity. That you get schar for how difficult it is. Um, in, I like in Scrabble, when you have squares with uh, extra points or, or letters with extra points, if it's more difficult, you get extra credit. To which our natural response is, we don't do well with, with Nisayonos. The person is firstly not supposed to ask for Nisayonos, as Dara Melech said, so why, what's the point of this? And I'd like to offer what I think is, is a more true to Torah perspective on what an Nisayon is, and, and it'll help us cope with it. Rabbi Yochum writes in the Shmuz that the Pasuk says by Nobi Sheker, that sometimes HaKadosh Baruch Hu sends in a false Navi and he's able to do miracles, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is bringing Nisoyen. So Rabbi Yochum says the very fact that we understand it's a Nisoyen helps us cope with it. People deal more easily with things that they understand is a challenge than if that challenge without it being framed as such. So getting a certain understanding of what the purpose of Nisoyen is, what it's all about, is something I think that will help us because it seems that Derech Hashkocha is like that and for a reason. And that's what I would like to try to discuss. So let's go back to the Pasik. The Pasik says, Kiminase Hashem Lekechem Eschem Lodas Hayeshem Oyevim Hashem Lekechem Halavachal Nafshem. A Kaddish Baruch Hu is testing you to see whether you like A Kaddish Baruch Hu with your whole heart and your whole soul. The, um, we're used to understanding a test as being, is it genuine, is it not genuine? Let's take a look at a, sp- a certain Mida of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Mida is called Emes. And the question is, what does Emes mean when we refer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu? When we say somebody is honest, the Shiva spoke about honesty in business, what we really are saying is, he doesn't lie. He doesn't do a virus. The only reason why it's a compliment 
is because since almost everybody is nichshal with things that are not emes, so when we say somebody's emes, we're, we're saying something very, very chashev, because almost nobody is like that. But when we're talking about Kaddish Baruch Hu, we say Kaddish Baruch Hu is emes, Hashem Alekim emes. What does that mean? That, that it doesn't lie? You can't, you can't say those words. What does that mean? On Rosh Hashanah, we, 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 we're in, the, in the chesima of the tefillah, in the chesima, we keep referring again and again, Ke'atol Kim Emes, Udvarcha Emes V'Kayim La'ad. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Emes, His word is Emes, and it is Kayim La'ad. It lasts forever. So it's Emes, and a corollary of Emes, or the embodiment of Emes, is that it lasts forever. The Gemara says, Emes koi shekeloi koi, and constantly talks about that. So let's, it, let's take an example. A person has two items. For instance, let's say I have two tables. One is wood, solid wood, and one is wood veneer. So, feeling and touching the top of the table is the same. If I dig deeper, one of them stops being a wood table, and the other one will be a wood table as, as, as deep as I dig. Let's say I have two chemicals in front of me, two metals. I know that real gold has the following properties how it'll dissolve, when it'll melt, um, how durable it is, how, how malleable it is, all, all the different um, properties of, 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 an, of an item, of an element. So I will take the other piece of metal and I'll keep performing different things. I'll have it react with chemicals, I'll bend it, I'll bang it, I'll stretch it and so on. If it is real gold, then down to the last test, it's going to retain that property. If it's not, then at some point, it's going to have to fail, because at that point, it does, it, it's not that. So when I speak of emis, I'm talking about reality. Is this real wood? If it's real wood, then it will be wood all the way through. If it's not real wood, then it will stop being wood at some point. Akarish Baruch whose name is Havaya, which means existence. It exists because it exists. Akarish Baruch whose existence is essential. It, it's, it's existence. And therefore there's no way that Akarish Baruch doesn't exist. Anything that has the chosim of Akarish Baruch is a metzias. So when I say I will do this or that, if the more honest I am, the more I try hard to live up to it. 
But when a Kaddish Baruch Hu says something, it's a Metzias. It is. So just when Kaddish Baruch Hu said, He or, or became a Metzias, when a Kaddish Baruch Hu says anything, it is, just like a Kaddish Baruch Hu is. It's not the quality of Emes like we sort of instinctively think about will I try, will I do everything I can to uphold it we're talking about a very different quality it is because it is I once heard a, um, it's just a, such a beautiful the hair Ramay Shapiro's her father learned by the Chavetz Chaim he was a very big Talmud Chachem very, very big Talmud Chachem. Very quiet person, very, he was a very, you know, introverted, sat, learned, very not communicative. And his daughter once asked him, Your Rebbe was the Chavetz Chaim. The Chavetz Chaim spoke all the time. Why don't you ever tell us anything? She said to get a story out of him was, was Kriyas Yamsev. He said, My tochter, I'll say it in Yiddish because it sounds right in Yiddish, and then my tochter, the Chavetz Chaim's Werte, seine Given Sticker Metzias, er hat nicht geredet. He said, my daughter, the Chavetz Chaim's words were a Metzias, they were reality, they weren't talk. What he meant was, it wasn't idle, it wasn't just kind of beating around the bush, he said things that were emis, emis in the full sense of the word. Just the, the picture of, of that phrase struck me. Sakharishparuchu's description of that Sakharishparuchu is emis, and it is dvarv of emis, the kayum la'ad, the lasting forever, is because that's what the property, that's what emis describes. If something is essentially wood, it will be wood until it disappears. It will never be anything else because there's nothing else it can be. It is that. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu created us, B'Tzalm Alekim, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu asked of us to live a life of Ruchnius, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted that our Maisim should have that same quality. The more a Maisa is real, the more it's essentially me, then the less it could possibly disintegrate. So if we to ask ourselves, what's, what's the description of a Maisa Tov, a pure Maisa Tov? The quality of Emis decides that. Therefore, as a person does what's right and what's good. So the first, the f- at first point is to get people to do what's right and what's good. And for that there's a Shulchan Aruch. What should I do? The next question is, how emis is that, is that to you? Now, if I'm doing something as a pretense, I need to show people I'm shocking at a big Shemar Esra, I'm a big Masmid, I'm a big Baltzdaka, then obviously that's not Emes. That's clear. But there are things we do, and there are things we do. 
there are things that they are there day to day but the minute something happens it's not the most important thing if somebody's natural language is if somebody's language, the only language that he knows is a certain language no matter what you'll do to him, that's the only language he'll speak if somebody has another language that he learned and he can speak it well but when he gets nervous, upset, excited, frightened he falls back to his old language it's not through and through him the hashkacha of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is to test how emis are those maisim how deep down do they go when the, when the Satan, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu sent out the Satan to find Tov in the world Tzadik and Yosher so HaKadosh Baruch Hu brought him Eov as a demonstration and the Satan said Gabo touch him and see if he doesn't start cursing so the word Gabo in its the Pashto meaning means um, like you know like a nega it, mean, it means to hurt but no it means it looks but just try to tap it and touch it and it'll fall apart the outermost layer of, of not emis is when something is just like there's a front and everything behind it is, is, is nothing there was my father told me about there was an old Yid who lived in America at the turn of last century Rav Kalfas I've heard from other old people I, I, I'm not familiar he was a, he was a Malamed he was a, a Yid lived in the early 1900s and he once said Americana Frimkeit is via movie American Frumkite is like a movie. It dances, it sings, and it jumps. But when you touch it, it's a shmata. That was the way he described it. So a very colorful description. But, but the point is, the quality of something is, how, how much does it take for something else to come out? That's the world of Nisoyen. Nisoyen is the same word like we use to test a metal when we use to test something to see what it is yes it looks that way it feels that way it reacts to something that way but the hashkacha is in order to get it deeper in us in order to make us realize where it hasn't where it hasn't taken root yet is to get to a place where you shake hard enough and the wood becomes something else becomes plastic Avram Avinu was Nisnasa Basar Nisyonos. Ten, the number ten in Pekavis, as it's there, tends to represent an entire Mitzias. The world is created by Sarim Amoros, and that means ten encompasses the entire Bria and everything in it. We have uh, uh, a, a number system based on 10 so 10 is all, all the numbers are 0 and 9 digits that, that's all the numbers being tested with 10 nisyonos means that the person is down to the very core it's emis that's the pasik 
כי מנס השם אלוקיכם אסכם לדס, הישכם אוהבים את השם אלוקיכם בכל לבבכם ובכל נפשכם. It's something which is a test through and through. Is it wholehearted or not? Because it'll shake hard enough that unless it's through and through, it's not going to be. There's a very interesting, um, there's a safer Talmud of the Baal Shem Tev, or of the Baditra, maybe two years later, the Bas Ayin. And he says, everybody always says, you know, when you want to give a person Musa, you say, you know, all the Taivas and everything, it comes and it goes and, and, and it doesn't last, v'cholo v'cholo. He says, the reason it doesn't last is because it's checker. All Taivas are a sugar coating on something that's not good. And therefore, that's the definition of Avera. Anything that's good, anything that's Taiv, is Taiv through and through. And anything that is other than that, no matter how deep the sugar is, it's not sugar. It's something coated with sugar. And that's why every Taiva that's an Avera, there comes a point when it stops being sweet and starts becoming really bitter because it's sheker and that's the metzias of the world of Ra so if we think and try to understand a little bit the world of Nisayan and the world of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu what's the ongoing Ashkacha? the broad picture of Ashkacha is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is taking us and developing us to be taif. That's what the Ashkach is. That's how Ashkach is described. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is guiding us and leading us. Sometimes with positive incentives, sometimes with negative uh, 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 reinforcement. That's how it works. So one element is to get us to do what is taif and what's right. And, and different ways. Everyone has Ashkach how HaKadosh Baruch has led him to, to, be, to lead the life that he leads. But then there's a whole other aspect of Ashkacha. And that is the question of how real, how emes, Chosomosh HaKadosh Baruch Hu's emes means that the Heksha of HaKadosh Baruch an item, that an item is Kula Lashem, is that. That's, that's the, the, that's the um, uh, seal of approval. Sakharish Baruch Hu gives a person Nisoyen, which means Gaboy. We shake it up. Let's, let's go back to an example. We're nice, we're friendly, we're good, we're tolerant, we get along. Okay? So that's, that's a very good first step. So we're on the right path. How deep is that sense of needing to be able to get along with the other person. Well, we shake up conditions. There, there are some real issues, and issues that have serious contention as to what's right and what's wrong. It's no longer coasting on a natural ease with people, but it's really science. And we have to ask ourselves. Yeshivas, it's nice, we go, we flow, and so on. In Eretz Yisrael, Baruch Hashem, we have a tremendous amount of people sitting and learning. When they, in the first wave, when everything closed down, 
people started asking themselves, should I? Should I not? Because the coasting stopped. And when the coasting stops and things are shaken up, a, a deeper part of yourself has to kick in. And you begin to realize how serious, how serious is not. One of the things that I feel it, 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 it's extremely, it, it, there, there, it's, it, it has a terrible potential for, for, for difficulties is the way in which Shul's and Kehillah's took a, a real beating and people say, I mean, some people feel very comfortable diving at home, some people rationalize they have more kavana, some people find the backyard minion is, is, is very fine. Um, there was one of our Talmudim, Zerosh Kail, in some place in Florida, and he gave Musa to, to, to Balabatim. You cannot have a shul. The person there had a backyard minion and, and le left it at that. He told them, you cannot have a tzibur without a rav. You want to make another shul? Fine, that's fine. You make a shul with a rav. He was very strong about it. The person came back to him and said, he said, it's okay. He said, what happened? We appointed one of his palm as the rav. <laughs> so, it's, it, it's, but, but it becomes, it, 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 it's a, it dissolves the fabric of Kali and, and it, we, had we had a strong enough sense, had we inculcated ourselves, the strong enough sense of what a, a, a tzibur, a kilo with a manig is, then, then it would be different. So, going back a second time over and asking ourselves, all the things that we do right that got shooken up, the test is... It, 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 it's easy when we say we do good things. So when things are go well, fine. If it's difficult, it's difficult. So it's a shtickle in the patri. Not 100%, but a little bit of the patri. But if we would understand it differently, if we would understand it, this is the test of is it a garment or is it a person? It, the hardness, the difficulty of a time is a test not just for extra schar. How much does this mean to me? My Rebbe Chaim Shmulevitz had a Musa Shmuz that he would say as follows. It says that Yaakov sold his Bechorah for Esau. Yaakov had Esau sold his Bechorah for Nazir Adashim. And one of the questions that is asked is, isn't it a Mekach Tos? I mean, you can't get a bigger um, a discrepancy between the true worth of it and what he sold it for. It's a, it's a question that's talked about a lot. So Chayi Shavit said the following observation. He said, there are things that have a market value. So, a, a, a bushel of wheat has a market value. If you stray 15% from, from, from the true price, you run to no. And, and over there we have the Torah halachas of Onah, of cheating, and when, when it, the sale becomes bottle, and so on. You have items that don't have a market value. The becher that I yarshan for my great-great-grandfather, what's its market value? It doesn't have a market value. The value that I place on it, that becomes its value. 
So if Esav was willing to sell his Bechorah for Nazir Adashim, that becomes the value of his Bechorah. It is a genuine value because the person who possessed it gave it that value. So Chaim would say, what, what allows you to get up from your standard that you're learning by and walk off? If it's an emergency at home, so, 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 so your learning is worth pikuach nefesh. If it's a nice joke that somebody has, then that's exactly the value of your learning. And that's what it'll be worth. You set the value. You said it's worth giving this up for this. Bez Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, should not send us Nisyonos. We're supposed to, because we're aware of how difficult an Nisyon is, and how easy it is not to fall, that's a reason why a person should, we, we doubt every day that HaKadosh Baruch should not bring us the day Nisyon. That's appropriate because it's a, it, it's an, if, if we say it honestly, it's a real evaluation of who we are and what we are. But every time a personal difficulty arises, or if the tzibur as a tzibur face a difficulty, understanding this is not a difficulty, it's a test. How meaningful really is it? We can have many different opinions about people who went to shul or did this or did that, but when people had to make a decision, I remember we had the issue in our school when it started becoming possible to open and so on, and there was talk and so on, and at Baruch Hashem, the Kashbrok Santeshliach, Boris Johnson made a statement you have to make a decision. Something can be opened up. You decide whether it's a bar or a school. So for some people it's a difficult decision. Baruch Hashem, um, we can make a decision. But making a decision, what's priority? And what are we willing to go to the utmost? That's what it's a test of. If we have to um, forego certain things to be able to have other things. All of these tests what, what we really are. Here's the Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar, we'll finish with this. It says, Vayeshev Yisrael ba'aretz Mitzrayim ba'aretz Goishin Vayeachazu Vayirbu Vayifru Mo'id Kal Yisrael was in Eretz in Mitzrayim Goishin Vayeachazu ba Vayeachazu means they sat strongly on the land like Ahuza and they became they, they were Misraba they, they became a big they became a multitude so Ben Mechaya goes off on a bit of a tangent and he says the difference between a tzaddik and a rasha is not so much in the quantity of the mitzvahs it's how deeply rooted they are Vaya is what describes the difference between a tzaddik and not how deep, how deep down in our person are those mitzvahs? It says, Rishayim amali mitzvahs kirimon. But none of it has roots to it. So it comes and it goes. If Be'ez Hashem were able to do what we're supposed to do, and we're able to hold on to what's right, because it's so essential to us, 
because it's unthinkable not to do what's right. And the difficulty tests that, and it proves that. The word proof in Old English used to mean um, test and prove. It, it was like, the, you know, the, it, it was the, 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 the exception that proves the rule. The word prove meant to test, to contest. It, it's the same thing. If we understand that the times that are difficulty really bring to light where, from where is this Maisim coming from? And if we understand that the real mitzvahs and real Maisim Tevim are the seal of emes on it is what, is what makes it HaKadosh Baruch Hu's. It's something that the more it's essential to us, the harder to dislodge to us, the more it has that seal, that chaisim of emes HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And when we have a Hashem, that achiza, will be mezakas, will be mafer, will be marbe. The quantity will come as a result of of those inyanim that are so deeply rooted in us, Hashem.